Welcome to the Carl Reader Show. Hello and welcome to the Carl Reader Show. Now today we have got part of a mini-series and this mini-series is based on a conversation that myself and David Holland had. Now those of you that know Dave will know that he's my personal coach and we've been friends and associates for a long time. Now we had a chat for our podcast but you know what this chat ended up being over three hours. So we've extracted the very best bits and carved them up into a mini-series so that you can take away bite-sized information as if you are a fly on the wall of this conversation. So I hope you enjoy it. Please do subscribe and leave a review if you do. And I can't wait to speak to you again in series two. Um, but offline marketing, do you think there's still a place for it in today's business? Yeah, I think, I think the, the challenge a lot of people face is they do online marketing and think that's it. And they forget that they've, they've got to go meet people, network with people, uh, build a, an actual relationship with people mm. as well. And so and anyway, we're doing this on LinkedIn Local tonight. And it's interesting where the, 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 the headline we put out there was bring your network to life. Yes. Because you see these people online, no idea who you are, and then you meet them and you go, wow, either you click or you don't, whatever it is. So yeah, the offline marketing can be fed by online. Yes. But uh, I remember when I was in the UK before we did all our travels around, going to BNI, the breakfast meetings in the mornings at six o'clock in the, the Novotel on Broad Street in Birmingham. Mm. And uh, th that was... Are you sure about it's BNI or I think it was, was that just staggering in after not <laughs> But I think I remember doing these breakfast meetings and thinking, wow, this is hard work. This is a mm. lot of time and a lot of effort. But it does pay off. You know, it really it does. does pay off. Because so I've got to do both. I, I, I see that there is a worrying generation, and I don't mean generation from an age perspective, mm -hmm. but generation from an adoption of technology perspective. Mm -hmm. um, so this could just as easily be a 70-year-old as a 17-year-old. Mm -hmm. Um, who believe that online relationships, online communications is the be-all and end-all of um, human relationships. And I, I think we're going through a societal shift as well. You know, we're living in the stay-at-home economy now. Um, we don't go to the cinema, we watch Netflix, we, um, we don't go to a restaurant, we go to Uber Eats. Yeah, we can we can survive without actually speaking to anyone or leaving the house. Yeah, <laughs> literally, and that's not how human relationships are built. Absolutely. So I I see social media, and I know we're we're kind of lurking back into social mm, media, yeah, which yeah. was the content of previous episodes, but uh, I see social media as a great way to begin these communications. Mm. So it's a great you know if if you think of it like a bank account, it's a great you can use social media to open the bank account mm. by clicking add friend or follow. Yeah. You can use social media to top up the bank account, mm -hmm. but you can't truly build the bank mm -hmm. account without meeting people face to face or, or doing something more than just sending a message back and forth. Yeah, but, but I think there's also there's a the lost art of conversation mm. because I, I go to networking events we're going to see tonight and all this sort of thing, uh, conferences and seminars, all this sort of thing. And you see people walking into a room and they're absolutely terrified and they stick to the wall and when they're in the room they're on the phone texting or whatever they're doing yeah. uh, and they don't engage not having a conversation and i i think and as you said earlier on we're in the age to h age human to human and at some point we have to sit down for most of us in business anyway and shake hands have a coffee yes. do a deal 
and build a bit of trust. But face-to-face -face -face networking, for some people, they find it really difficult. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm a funny one on it. I, I'm going to be very open. Some days, I'm absolutely storming. Yes. You know, I'm... I'm the, the guy who runs the nightclub. I'm going around <laughs> greeting everyone. You know, um, two bottles of champagne in my hand. Um, other days, I just don't feel it. Yeah, and it's um, but but what I would say is really interesting. Uh, you you might have an observation on this. We all have days where we're on fire, and we all have days where we're not on fire. But face to face networking that's kind of magnified for me. Mm, absolutely, and I, yes. I don't quite know why that is. Yeah. I think because you're 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 sort of. A, naked in front of people yeah. you can hide behind a screen and your phone you can type something and then you can run away from it when you're face to face with somebody if you're not feeling great um yeah it is amplified because you've got nowhere to run you're visible yeah. it's instant response with a text you can send it you yes can wait you can see the physiology you can see the body language but also do you, know, do you know what um and, and again i might not be doing myself any fa favors professionally but i'm just going to put this out here um, I have to be happy from nine o'clock Monday to five o'clock Friday. Yeah. Um, when it's an evening or a breakfast or a weekend, I just want to be grumpy. <laughs> and that's sort of okay. But I think, I think you know, we're in the same sort of business. You yes. Know, because doing what we do in the sort of coaching and training, we've got to be positive, bright, enthusiastic, Absolutely. and you know, Mr. Motivated. Even at six a.m. in the morning. Even at six o'clock in the morning. Yes. And it is a challenge to get up and go. Oh, I really can't be asked. You know, I just so, want to do this sort of thing. So, what tips would you have? And feel free to excuse yourself from this because it's not a question I feel comfortable asking no, uh, no. or not a question I feel comfortable answering when I've been asked it in the past um, simply because I do find face-to-face -face networking fairly easy so to me I don't feel comfortable trying to advise people who don't because it's a very different personality uh, but do you have any practical tips that listeners can take away for face-to-face -face networking yeah if they're the kind of person who does sit in the corner and text I think it's it, it's the to, what I would do, and I, I was actually um, I'm actually an introvert as well. Are you? Which is I know, which is bizarre, given what I do. Yeah. I need to go to my man cave and sit down you know, by myself for a long sure. time. Sure. So if I go to a networking event, I have to get myself into you know, positive conditions. Okay. Um, so what I for me, I listen to music. I have particular music I listen to on the way into the event. Wow. Okay. Like rock music or particular style that I that gets me sort of you know, in the zone. But also I prepare. I prepare when I walk into. I visualize. What I'm going to say to people uh, when I walk around the room, I have questions to ask. Wow! Them. And I'll go. We're going to some go. Hi, you know, good to see. You. And I'll say things like, you know, what's your what, what's your superpower? You know, whatever it is, and, and they get to start a conversation off. And also, I have the the elevator pitch. If somebody says to me, you know, what do you do? I don't say I'm a business coach or a trainer or whatever it is. I'm sure you don't say I'm an, an accountant because people walk off you know, quickly. So I have my elevator pitch ready or my response ready. But also, I think probably more importantly for me, is when I go into the hotel or wherever it is, and we're at the Novotel on the Kirchberg this afternoon, yes. I walk in, I own the hotel. Yes. And I, in, in my mind, I own the hotel. I walk in, I'm saying hi to people as if they work for me mm. as you know and uh, before just, you before you get in the room before i get in the room wow okay so this is priming to get yourself into this, the this state this is walking into reception of the hotel okay and i'm and for me it's just like one of those defense mechanisms if i feel i own the room own the, the hotel or whatever it is i have that level of it's a shell but a level of confidence when i walk wow. in i'm a bit higher my chin so I'm, I'm really interested by that because i've heard of people say own the room yeah, I own the room, but own the, own but the own hotel. own the hotel is interesting. Own the hotel. But I do wonder if, uh, and this is just where I'm a bit of a prat, to be honest, uh, but I do tend <laughs> to think I own whatever building I walk into exactly. anyway true, without, without trying. Yeah, but if you walk in, you can try it. You can try this. Yeah. You walk into a hotel. I've done it. Um, I went to, I, was doing a, I had a stopover at um, Paris Charles de Gaulle. 
for those who know, at Terminal 2, you've got the, 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 the Sheraton yes. sort of thing, rotating doors going there. I, I, I've been travelling for like 24 hours, walked in there, and there's a security guard, and there's a guy over here. And I walked in, and I saw his name badge, and I just went, uh, hi, uh, Charles. Charles, hi, how are you doing? Good, good to see you. And he, he was going, who the hell's this guy? You know? But because I was doing that, for me, it was a shell for me yes. to go and do the to be on stage in front of people. And it's a Fantastic. bit of a, uh, it is a shell, but it helps me get into that confidence mm. zone. So that's probably one of the biggest confidence tips that I've ever heard anyone give. Oh, okay, well, great. Um, no, I've right. not actively sought them out because by nature I'm, I'm reasonably extroverted. Yeah. Um, as I say, it does switch on and off at times. You know, if, I'm, if, I'm if I'm not in the mood for it, if I'm knackered, it's like, bloody yeah, I'd, I want to yeah, watch telly or whatever. But, <laughs> but no, seriously, I've... Um, Networking for me, I've never had a problem going in and just finding something to talk about. Yeah, it's sure. just, um, but I've never planned for it. I've never um, thought of questions in advance. I've never yeah. looked at attendee list. I just turn up and wing it. I think, I th um, think so it's really interesting yeah. to hear I, a structured view. A bit of prep. I th for me, I like to know what questions to ask people. It's going to engage them. Mm. You know, what's your superpower or whatever. I remember the best one I saw, there's a guy who used to work for, was doing in the, in the UK, for, I think it was a co-op co funeral service. Okay. And he used to go networking. And he was a lovely guy, but of course, he's not in business, he's not exactly fun and no. bright and engaging. But he used to walk in with a, with his suit on, and he had a dressmaker's tape measure around his neck, you know, the, one of the floppy ones. And he'd just walk up to people, he wouldn't say anything to people at all, he'd walk up to them, he'd just start measuring them from the elbow to the shoulder. Wow. And they'd go, what are you doing? And he'd go, well, you're looking a bit peaky, sir. <laughs> <laughs> And it was the perfect sort of ice Fantastic. But that got the conversation yeah. going. It was just brilliant. So I think, for me, it has a question. I've been preparation, get your elevator pitch sorted out, um, think of some questions. But for me, own the place. In your mind, own the room, own the hotel. Brilliant. So I've got something now that we can move on quite nicely to, which I think is a related subject. Um, and for the listeners, just to let you know, we did have a list of stuff we we're going to talk about, but we're just going off on different tangents. <laughs> that it's, didn't work, it, did it? It's great. It's great fun. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Carl Reader Show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell your friends. This podcast was brought to you by our sponsor, D&T Advisory, helping you unlock the magic in your business by adding value, not numbers. Find out more at www.team-dt.com. QuickBooks, helping UK small businesses stay on top of their finances.